Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Boar Meets World. We are your hosts. I'm Kyle. Sitting across the table from me as always is Steven. Hi, Steven. Hey. How you, How you doing? doing? Yeah. I, I was just trying to make you and the audience worry that maybe I wasn't across the table today. <laughs> I just look at me like, whoa, where is he? <laughs> what happened to him? That'd be wild, huh? Uh, uh, so what's up? What are we doing today? Oh, today we are going to be talking about episode 13 of Boy Meets World called She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not, in which a Topanga falls for a Matthews boy. Which one? Well, Swerve, Eric. Oh, well, you're supposed to keep that no. suspense. We'll I get gave, there. I gave it away, though. We'll edit that up. Okay. We're not editing it. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, did you already say the episode number yeah. and name? I did. Okay. You all right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Just let me that bang. I think out. I think your bang fizzled out over there. <laughs> all right. Uh, so this episode opens up in the classroom. Right. Topanga has a origami flower on her desk. Yeah. She she thinks it's a rose. She's a she's a yeah. dummy. Yeah. It's a chameleon. Yeah. A chameleon. That's what I heard. Chameleon. I think it's Camellia. Oh, Camellia. Sorry. Yeah. Speaking of dummies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shout out. Let me talk to you. Uh, but Minkus had left that on her desk. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? It's cute. Did you ever make a uh, origami Camellia flower before? No. I've always kind of wanted to try origami, but I was like, eh. Eh. Too much work. Yeah. I'm lazy, too. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? What about you? I'm lazy, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that as a maybe. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're chit-chatting. Uh, while this is going on, Corey and Sean happen to notice what's up, and they start cracking some jokes about some nerd love popping yeah. off. You remember any uh, lines they said? You know, I, I do not. Do you? Uh, just one that I recall. Uh, Corey was going into, like, a uh, like a movie uh, announcer kind of voice or something. Does that oh, make sense? Man. I wish I could remember, but I don't. Uh, I don't and he was like, yeah, this is what happens when uh, 48 pounds of nearsighted geek meets 10, 10 pounds, pounds of, of hair. hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. I Th- yeah. thought that was pretty good. And that's going on. Uh, and they're like, hey, leave us alone, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Oh, <laughs> this is rough. But Tipanga turns around and says that, like, anybody, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but. Anybody who judges someone is going to have a lot to answer for in their next life. Agree? Disagree? I mean, probably. Are you a next life kind of guy? Sometimes. You want to get religious? No. Okay. I don't, I don't think we should. Political? Political or religion, All right. which I'm sure we've discussed both on this show before. Yeah, let's, so. just, have, let's just have fun, you know? Yeah. It's just entertainment. Let's have fun <laughs> on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Stop showing no personality. Charisma. Oh, sorry. Please. I heard we use it. Uh, yeah, maybe. Getting, getting some conflicting messages. I'm not sure how to feel about us. Yeah. But we'll find out. Maybe. One day. Okay. Anywho, Mr. Feeney arrives and he informs the class that they got a guest today. Guest speaker, yes. Who is it? It is none other than the older of the Matthews boys. Alan? Eric. Oh. Eric, boy, not man. Oh, sorry. Not Superman. My apologies. Eric Feeney. 
comes to talk to the sixth graders about what's going to be like when they join the seventh grade, which happens to be in the high school. Mm-hmm. He comes in, lets them know that it's cool to hang out in the parking lot. That's where all the cool people mingle. That's where you want to be. Uh, cool clothing is required. You know, basically all the essentials you need to know going into high school. <laughs> yeah, if only I knew that back then. He then... Really. Uh, I do want to point out that uh, take a, uh, Topanga seems a little... A little smitten? Taken aback by him. There, like, got the you know? googly eyes going on? A little bit, yeah. A little, little daydreaming going on. And in. she's surprised to find out that he's uh, related to Corey. Yeah. Which I find is odd, but I, I guess Topanga's never been to his home yet yeah. at this point. Or... Well, yeah, she is. She is. Remember she... they did the, the poetry thing in season oh, yeah, uh, episode yeah. three? Why do you think she would know this? Well, maybe he just wasn't around. He was too busy driving, you know? Perhaps. I don't think he has his license yet, but... Oh, he's got a permit. Does he? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Corey and Sean want Eric to start driving them to high school. Oh, yeah. Feeney's suggestion to Eric is no, so Eric tells him to drop dead. Corey then falls out of his chair dead, and the show is over. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back with a uh, a new subject sometime. <laughs> we'll be covering the wake. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he falls down dead, and Feeney's like, uh, what do I owe you? <laughs> oh, then, my God, that's dark. And then we hit uh, the wonderful intro. Yeah. Just Never gets old, ever. My favorite intro, ever. Really? No. Anyways. Well, uh I, I'll save it for later. Never mind. No, go ahead. Let's, no, do, no, let's no, do it no. now. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. Okay. Uh, so later on after school, Corey, Sean hanging out like the bros they are. Yep. Topanga stops by and she's got some brownies for him. Yep. Sean thinks that Topanga is there for Corey. Oh, yeah. Yep. Do you think so as well? No. No? No. You, we, you, already, you already knew where this was going? Yeah, I could tell when Eric walked in and Topanga had those those eyes going. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, Sean definitely immediately comes to the conclusion that Topanga likes Corey. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the family hears it, and they, they start teasing oh, Corey yeah. about it a little bit. And then Corey goes on to pretty much shove Topanga out the door. Yeah, but he gets those brownies. <laughs> I thought that part was pretty funny because he like picks up the brownies, hands them to Topanga, shoves you out the door, closes it, Opens the door again, grabs the brownies, closes the door again. You know, this makes me think of something. Like, you see this a lot in sitcoms. Mm-hmm. But, like, anytime you try some kind of action like that in the real world, there's no laughs. <laughs> there's no laughs. <laughs> you're just, like, thinking, I'm going to get a big kick out of this. I'm going to kill them with it. Mm-hmm. And then they just look at you like you're a total asshole. Wait, what do you mean? Pushing someone out the door? Yeah, and taking their food. You think think that's gonna get a yeah. laugh? Anytime I did to my brother, he was pissed. <laughs> well, does he listen? I know your brother, and I know his uh, let's say affection for food. <laughs> <laughs> his his very healthy relationship with food. Does he uh, listen? Borderline unhealthy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. I hope he does. At least this oh, episode. Oh my gosh. But yeah. They, or I'm just going to tell him that you made fun of him. Either way. But yeah, Amy tells Corey it wasn't very nice to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, is this when we cut to Eric talking to Feeney outside? Oh uh, yeah, we're getting there. Uh, oh, okay. 
because I really want to get on that. Amy lets uh, Eric know it's his turn to take out the trash again. Yeah, your this bit your can kinda, overflow. This, this He's like, I just took it out last week. <laughs> that bit kind of popped me. Yeah. So Eric heads outside, and he happens to see Mr. Feeney, and they're both on the same task, taking out the trash. They get in a conversation about how uh, his little lesson to the kids yeah. went, about he was, uh, talking about high school and whatnot. He was fun and entertaining, but he failed to uh, convey the proper information, according Fe- to Feeney. Yeah, Feeney a bit disappointed in Eric. He didn't get into the uh, more serious aspects of high school. Yeah, like... He drugs, talk, alcohol. Yeah, like, how can you get drugs? And Eric's like, well, I don't do drugs. You know, immediately write that stuff off. You keep him as a baby face on this family show. <laughs> and then she's, he's like, or Feeney goes, well, if you did do him, how could you get him? Oh, easy. What about alcohol? Easier. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about how this this school, he makes it sound like it's, you know, some kind of. Sounds pretty rough, yeah, huh? Yeah. Like something you see in that 90s movie, The Substitute or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is Philly, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't want to be judgmental, but I can only assume. Do you remember your, um, well, this might be a little, well, no, we curse on this show. You remember your first time doing drinking? <laughs> <laughs> you ever do the drinks, Stephen? You ever do drinks? Well, my first time doing drinking didn't happen until well after school. No kidding. Yeah, I was a I was a straight edge fella. Oh, okay. For, for you, a long time. You didn't break edge in high school. Well, well not a long time, but uh, up until it was uh, legal to not be edge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're talking eighteen, twenty one. Which one are we talking? Uh, twenty one was the first time I drank, or that I did the drinking. Such a good boy. Yeah, I'm a real angel, really. <laughs> uh, what about yourself? Um. Probably 15. 15? Mm-hmm. That you did the drinking? Yeah. I, um, I didn't get drunk, though. Like, they just passed around some whiskey and stuff. and Yeah. Wasn't it's, enough to get drunk on. Is there a story there? Mm-hmm. I almost got killed. What? Carry on? Yeah. Um, we were out there drinking, and apparently, like, two of them, uh, the birthday boy and the southern one, had a little too much to drink. And one of them thought that I said something about his mom mm. or his dad or something. I think it was his dad. And he goes, uh, like, what'd you say? I'm going to kill you, bitch. And he got on my back and started trying to choke me out. And I finally got away from him. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I know my daddy didn't want me. I know my daddy didn't want me. That's why he left my mom and went out on the road. And then birthday boy was like, shut up, Tristan. Your dad lives on Fox Creek, which is like 10 minutes away from where he lived anyways. <laughs> And they finally, like, he keeps trying to choke me out, wrestle me and stuff, because he thought I said it. And they're like, no, no, so-and-so said it. And for the purpose of the story, his name's Caleb. and Which is his real name. Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, no, fuck it, Tristan. We'll, we'll go look for Caleb. He's the one that said it. And they're like, oh, Caleb's not even there. He didn't come to this party. Hmm. So they're out in the woods looking for Caleb for like 20 minutes, and it all cools off. They're looking for a person that was never even there. Yes. Fantastic. That's pretty great. I like that. Yeah. Anything that's else? the story right okay. there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then, yeah, Eric's protesting. He, he's not a role model. He didn't kind of ask for this, really, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he stood up and talked to the class, thereby being a role model. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we kind of failed to mention earlier, he was kind of there just to get out of class, really. Yeah, like the smart kids, their whole bad thing about smart kids is that they have goals they're trying to achieve Mm -hmm. or something like that. And then uh, as uh, Eric turns away, he spots Topanga, and she runs off. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I missed this note. Uh, Topanga mentioned her sister. Oh, while, while she was handing yeah, out the Nebby, brownies, Nebula. Uh, her full name is Nebula. Stop the war. Met, oh, what's her last name? <laughs> Jesus, I'm struggling today. Nebula, stop the war. Lawrence. Lawrence. Okay, I want to say Mitchell. Just like, a just a fantastic name. Yeah, Nebula, stop the war. Lawrence. Yeah, which is the first and last time we're gonna see or hear about this girl. Yeah. Strange. Which, which happens a few times on this show. Still great, though. Yeah. Uh, Topanga, oh, well, we're in the lunchroom mm-hmm. next day at school. Yep, they're eating that nasty mac and cheese and Sean Hunter wants more. <laughs> he goes on about how it was just awful and yeah. asks Court if he can have his. Have <laughs> you going to finish yours? Uh, which once, uh, brings me to the question of, uh, you remember any bad uh, lunch food? Yeah, like um, the square pizzas. Or overall, did you like or dislike school lunch? I didn't like school lunch. Overall? But I disliked what my parents packed me even more. So I, <laughs> I ate it. Because they, um, they would pack me bologna sandwiches. And you know with sandwiches, right? You, you can't pack the bread with the lunch meat and the mustard already on it. Yeah. Because it gets all soggy and cold and nasty and you don't want it. Sure. It's gross. <laughs> Fucking poverty food. Um, so I would just take it to school and I'd throw it away. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not eating it. Then what would you eat that day? I wouldn't eat. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know that's surprising. No wonder you're so thin. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I keep my svelte vigor. Um, but I would get home and my mom had spies all through school. Isn't that messed I, up? I need to hear more about this, I think. Yeah. Let's, let's, like, take, let's she, take a little she, detour. She would, like, just mess with me and stuff. Like, I know you didn't eat it, okay? I have people watching you all the time. It's cool. <laughs> Any idea who I'm, these uh, listen, supposed spies were? I might embellish some stories on this show mm-hmm. for comedic effect and drama. Mm-hmm. But I kid you not, that is what my mother said to me word for word. I have people watching you at school. <laughs> what what uh, grade is this, roughly? Oh, take pick a grade. Oh, your entire school yeah, career. Yeah, like she okay. knew somebody. She was like, keep an eye on him. I want to see if he eats his food. I think he's throwing away because he comes home. <laughs> he comes home really hungry. Yeah, he comes home. <laughs> and when I ask him if he, he ate his sandwich, he gets all sweaty in his eyes. They start darting around the room. And he just takes off. <laughs> so watch him. You make sure he eats that damn sandwich. Uh, do you have any idea who these people were? I mean, I, or any I suspicion. Just, everybody was a suspect. Okay. <laughs> couldn't trust my friends. Couldn't trust the cafeteria ladies. Couldn't, couldn't t- uh, damn sure couldn't trust the lunch monitor. <laughs> I saw them be friendly a time or two. I never found out who it was for real though. She protected her sources. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, did you have a? And a lunch item that you did enjoy, at least. Um, chicken sandwiches. Yeah. They were all right. Um, burgers were good. Chicken sandwich, man. Yeah. Uh, burgers. Um, 
burgers. And I found the burgers to be a little dry, in well, my opinion. I put a lot of ketchup and mustard on them. Well, I, I, I have seen you eat a burger, so I believe that, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, didn't, I couldn't notice that. This is a guy that picks up about, uh, you might think I'm exaggerating, but I'm going to say about 20 packets of ketchup per burger. Well, I think that I know you're exaggerating because Maybe. the most I've ever picked up, and I've counted, <laughs> 12. <laughs> but you did put every single one of those on a burger, correct? No, I, I used half for fries and half for a burger, so the most I've ever put on a burger is six. Uh, my apologies. Yeah. Well, four, and then I poured two out to dip it in. <laughs> but That is true. I have seen them yeah. just cover a burger in ketchup. And then he's got the little uh, little cup gimmick of ketchup yeah. there, and then he dips it in ketchup. Yeah, loves the shit. Uh, it's just McDonald's ketchup though. Which yeah. is, I don't do it at home. Be- best ketchup in the business. I don't because I don't. I don't really like ketchup. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> drowns. It's only that ketchup, I guess, because it's so salty. <laughs> the the food or the ketchup? Yes, just like all of it. Yeah, like I lo- I love the taste of salt. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But like if I buy like Hunts or Heinz or anything like that, it just doesn't taste too sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was, yeah, let's just move on. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk about being a role model? Are you a role model now? <laughs> no. No. Oh. No, but I thought it might be a good thing to touch on after um, Eric and Feeney have their heart-to-heart outside by the fence. Oh, please. Um, have you ever been thrust into a role where you were forced to be a role model? I think I know the answer to this, and um, we're going to find out. Well, what is your uh, guess on the answer? I'm going to say no. Really? Yeah. Well, you couldn't be... Mm. Let me think on that for a second. I you know, I have known a few people that look up to you. Mm-hmm. But I don't see you acting in like a way that you would want to present yourself positively in front of them. <laughs> Yet they still admire you, no matter how like shitty you talk to them. Uh, My brother being one of them. I'm pretty nice to Zach, right? Well, you know, sometimes there was that one time with frisbee golf or whatever. Uh, sure. Like, that sure. Well, he was like, by my calculations, this too nasty to be doing this shit and you're like we'll go the fuck home then well you know yeah. I, I don't like uh, people ruining these uh, half ass plans I come up with <laughs> I didn't put a lot of effort in this and I'll be damned if you're gonna ruin it yeah yeah kinda um, but no yeah I guess you're right probably not at least I'm thrust into it no um, actively try to be no uh, <laughs> Uh, no, no, no real interest in being a role model. Although I think I would be a good one overall. I'm a, I'm a pretty decent fellow. And I would have to say, uh, you know, Cherry Bun Bun might not agree with this, but these, these, uh, younger kids used to think I was, uh, I assume pretty charismatic <laughs> to, to look up to me like they did. Yeah. It was that, it was that. Degaff swagger. Well, yeah, or just wow, this this kid just yeah, I don't know, just doesn't care. Look at the way he sleeps in class. That is so cool. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself? Hmm. No. 
No? No. I think you'd be a good one. I don't know. I'm too I'm too corny. Goofy. You, you're kind of like a dad. You think so? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you got your dad bod, your dad jokes. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I, I put on something and I thought I, I thought I looked sharp as shit, right? Sure. And I go up to Tara and I'm like, "Hey, how to look in this?" You know, thing. Like she's gonna be like, "You look good as fuck, honey." Mm-hmm. But really, she's like, "You look like a dad getting ready to go to Applebee's with his family." So I get I get the dad stuff a whole lot. Yeah. And, and you sleep early. Uh, <laughs> I go to bed at like eight thirty. Wake up at five o'clock in the morning. You don't like things very loud. I don't. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. You're just. Really weird. But, I mean, I've, I've been that way. Like, not liking loud things has been like a... Well, it goes back to the whole thing. I might be autistic. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's part of it. You know, getting thrown out of your rhythm, your groove, your routine. Um, loud noises outside of the comfort zone. You know, get you a little messed up. <laughs> All right. I don't know where the fuck we're at at the show. <laughs> we're at uh, being a role model. In my notes. But maybe now, no cheese and mac, cheese and mac. Yeah, yeah. It was bad. Yeah, Sean wanted more. Yeah. That cheesy mac was the mac and the boar meets world of the mac and cheese world, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Uh, Topanga, you know, skips on over and she's asking to come over to Corey's house because she has a uh, pretty cool movie she wants to share with the yeah. boys. Godzilla goes to college. Yeah, um, based on title alone, would you watch that? Um, if it had Ernest in it, combating Godzilla. Ernest? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. I'd probably watch it. Yeah. You know, back in the day, browsing the uh, the movie vault or whatever it may have been called at the time. I saw that cover. It's probably a rental. Yeah. I'm picking it up. Do you have a favorite Ernest movie? Favorite Ernest movie? Yeah, uh, like I just... And this, this thing is like uh, jumping yeah. all over the fucking We have to. Today. We have to. We have to? Yeah. Okay. It's good. It's good to take detours sometime. Get to see the scenery. Oh, favorite Ernest. Oh, that's rough. Mine uh, is I love Ernest. the Halloween one. Um, scared Stupid. Uh, pretty sweet. Um, there's a jail one, right? Yeah, Ernest goes to jail, that one. Uh, I, don't know. I, I don't know. They're all kind of good. Yeah. My favorite is uh, Ernest Goes to Camp. Goes to Camp, yeah. That's, that's the only one I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I think you gotta watch Scared Stupid at least. Scared Stupid? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the. Does he save Christmas or something like that? I can't remember the Christmas yeah, one. Yeah, Ernest saves Christmas. But they're all pretty <laughs> good in their own way. I mean, I guess they're all kind of obviously the same thing, yeah, just different holidays or whatever it may be. But. We were in a. But school, they're fun. We were in school and um, they were talking about how we were gonna watch this movie in class called The Importance of Being Earnest. Mm-hmm. And I got hyped as hell because i thought we were going to be watching some jim varney <laughs> which is uh kind of a local boy for us here in yeah. kentucky is he from kentucky yeah no kidding i think he's from like henderson or something like that wow yeah. okay anyways <clears throat> topanga wants to bring a movie over because hers is busted or her vcr is busted so they can't watch it at her house yeah it's, it's her all... sister so Corey can't borrow it it's all very um yeah, it seems made up. Yeah. If I'm Corey, I'm like, she just wants to come over, right? Yeah, she just wants to hang out. Like, oh, you know, what's, what's my sister's tape? Uh, you can't borrow it. Um, we also have a new tape, but our VCR is broken. Uh, you know, it just doesn't add up. Yeah. Something's mm-hmm. going on here. Yeah. 
after she leaves, Minkus uh, strolls on over, and he's pretty upset. Yeah. He, he, he believes that Kori stole Topanga from him. Well, what do you think about that? He calls him a maggot, right? Yeah. Talks about only using her for brownies and videos and <laughs> the trip to Acapulco. Yeah. As Sean Hunter put in the brain of young Minkus. And no matter how much uh, Corey denies it, he can't seem to get through to Minkus and practically has to threaten him to get him to leave him alone. And Sean gets up and he's like squeezing his head and he's <laughs> like, uh, you want to know what it feels like to be like a walnut or something like that? Yeah, something like that. And uh, he says, your bodyguard can't be with you all the time, so be afraid. Be very afraid. Now, is this setting up for future episodes? Because it didn't happen any in the rest of the episode, those two going after one another. Or, you know, Minka's trying to pull one over on Corey, and Corey is just, like, oblivious to it. And mm-hmm. Well, they seem to have uh, squashed the beef at the end of this episode, right? Did they? Well, I mean, Minka's is at his house, hmm. if you don't recall the ending. I don't. I'm having really, like, a hard time remembering this episode. <laughs> I'm sure uh, nobody's noticed. But, no. Well, yeah. maybe because we uh, take detours quite frequently. Hmm. Anyways, after that... The, I'm starting uh, to think those notes you got right there yeah. are not that good. Really? Yeah. Why? I think your notes are better that you take. Really? Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm just having an, a hard time reading. Could be. Lack, okay. lack of sleep. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. you, haven't, you haven't slept yet. Yeah. So... Uh, Enjoy the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, to, uh, Minkus finally uh, scoots along, and they find Topanga's notebook, and they start reading through it, and they see, uh, you know, Mrs. Matthews, yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Topanga Matthews, Mrs. Eric Matthews, Matthews, and they're like, what? So she's got a crush on Eric and not Corey. So they get home. Well, Corey gets home, and he starts to tell Eric about... Uh, a lady happens to have a big old crush on you. She's in love with you. He's like, go on. Eric's about to bounce, you know, head to the arcade, I believe it was. Until he hears that. And he's like, hold up. A girl likes me, huh? Then he realizes it's just a sixth grade Topanga Lawrence. And he's like, no, don't care. I'm out of here. And uh, Corey seems a little jealous, at least in Eric's opinion. Does he? Holy shit, I don't remember anything about this episode. <laughs> Alright, we're going to hit the pause button, rewatch the show, and we'll be back after this break. Okay, we're back. <laughs> that didn't really happen. But. Uh, yeah, uh, he's like uh, wanting to get rid of her and stuff yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, things like that. And he's like uh, telling Eric to dump her, basically, and stuff like that. So I think Eric comes to the... Conclusion that Corey's jealous. And a little jealous because she likes him and not him. Right. And hopefully when I say him and him, you know who him and him Yeah, are. yeah, yeah. Eric and Corey. <laughs> um, yeah, so Eric uh, finally is like, okay, I'll let her down easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to be pretty, though, because when I <laughs> deny a girl, they're absolutely crushed, you know, as if that happens a lot. Yeah. The guy that is constantly looking for a girl and seemingly always being dumped, like, every episode because he always has a new girlfriend. I don't know how he's 
gets a new girlfriend so quickly, but... Maybe it goes back and forth like we never see him breaking them off. We only see him getting dumped. Okay. So, previous one, he dumped her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird how it always... uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Alternates? Yeah, back and forth. Like a pattern? (laughs) He's like, well, the last one dumped me, so that means I got to dump this one. Uh, Alan comes up and he tries to give uh, Corey a little pep talk on the ladies because he has heard that maybe he does have a little crush on a girl, perhaps. Hold on, who does this? Alan. I don't remember you Alan. Don't remember I don't he, remember Alan being in this episode. Because he has a great line, which as soon as I see it, I think you're going to remember and probably pop a little what, bit. What was, was really I doing <laughs> for 20 minutes? I was, I was looking at the TV. I, I assumed you were too. <laughs> I was, but I don't. I don't know what was going on. But he comes up there and he's like, uh, you know, trying to give him help with uh, ladies and whatnot. And then Corey is trying to tell him, uh, I don't like her. That's the problem because she's weird, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Alan's like, girls are going to always, like, confuse you and annoy you. And basically he says, girls, rattle your cage. They're going to rattle your cage for the next 60 years. Oh, okay. And Corey says, until I'm 71... And then Alan's like... Yeah, then you'll get a break. Yeah, you get a break. He's like, really? Yeah, you die. (laughs) (laughs) Which is pretty good. Uh, Yeah. Alan is the best. Best TV dad of all time, in my opinion. That part isn't... I think I was just watching this passively. Hmm. And that was my problem. Gotcha. Why is that? I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know why I did it that time. Yeah, overall, Corey just seems uh, confused and a bit annoyed about this whole situation, really. Yeah. Topanga arrives, and Eric is downstairs to greet her, opens up the door for her, tells her to have a seat. She sits on the floor just right where she's standing because <laughs> she's Topanga. Of course, our Eric's like, how about the couch? And he's like, yeah, whatever you want. Because uh, she's all puppy dog-eyed yeah, for Eric do anything and whatnot. For him. Yeah. And he starts talking about how she's a little too young for him. But she has an old soul. She says, she's done her yeah, chart. She's done her chart. She's an old soul, and uh, she's in love, and she knows what that means and how that feels and everything like that. Uh, she is into his, uh, or saw his aura, I believe yeah. she said. And he said. He was glowing during the presentation. <laughs> he says, my, my aura is a little too old for you to be <laughs> Which, when I, watched, when I watched it with you, I do remember this part. When that happened, there was one single laugh that stood out from the rest in the the uh, audience. Can you duplicate? And I was like, ha ha! <laughs> and what did you take from that? Uh, we got give me a little comment. Yeah, we got a pervert in that audience. Do, do, do you think that's what that was about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Eric is trying to, uh, you know, let her down as easy as he can and tell her that she's too young to feel like this and. Definitely, you know, you seem smart, but you should watch out for other guys because they would obviously take advantage yeah. of her because she... Yeah, you've known me for five minutes and... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he kind of has an aha moment, like, I do need to talk to these kids. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, this is a... I know you're kind of missing the more crazy, dumb Eric, but this is this is Eric pretty good, a pretty yeah. good version of him as well, I think. When he was kind of cool, and he ha- he has relatively a, smart. Yeah, he has yeah. a he does have those moments where like 
the whole like older brother guardian mm-hmm. kicks in. Like this is one of those moments. And then like probably one of my favorite Eric moments that we'll see in later seasons is like he's normally goofy. Yeah. But like somebody threatened his brother and he got all serious and was ready to fight this guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow, you've uh I believe that's actually episode one of season two. Oh, okay. With the introduction of Harley. Could be it. Anywho, then sis, uh, Topanga's sister comes over, take her home. Apparently, Corey had called and told her that Topanga, Topanga wasn't, was, feeling. Uh, wasn't feeling too great. And then, uh, <laughs> fuck, we missed that wonderful part where he was talking like, about... Like, guys uh, are just dumb and something, something. Stupid and superficial, yeah, stupid. I believe. <laughs> Uh, and then, hi, I'm Topanga's sister. Who are you? Stupid and superficial. How are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, come on in. Like, uh, is she saying like she heard that Topanga was feeling ill and wanted to go home? And he's yeah. like, oh, she's no, great. She's like, fine. Hang come out on with in. Me. Have a seat. He's like already holding her hand and shit. And then uh, Corey's already running down to celebrate that Topanga was gone, even though she wasn't yet. And Topanga's like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling this anymore. Let's go home. Next scene, we see the class, and Feeney is just killing it with this uh, reading of the cremation of Sam McGee. Just talking about going up to the Arctic and burning a dude. Just uh, Corey is loving it. Yeah, and he was just kind of terrifying. With some of those lines he was saying. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, George is the best. He is. Uh, that's when Eric interrupts. You know, the one time. Corey is actually inter, uh, enjoying class. <laughs> That's the irony right there. Like, this better be good. He's getting ready to roast him. And he decides to give them a little another uh, little talk about high school, telling them a little more about peer pressure, smoking, yeah. whatnot. Like he, he talks to Minkus and he's like, would you smoke? No, no. The New England Journal of Medicine predicts that it'll cause emphysema and lung cancer. Well, what if she thought it was cool in a heartbeat? That's, that's good Minkus. Yeah. You didn't do it the second line, but... No. Oh, in a heartbeat. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see? He's like, that's peer pressure. Yeah. What about drinking? What about drugs? As he points to Sean Hunter. Yeah, Corey's like, hey, we don't know anything about that, man. We're not into that. We like baseball and comic books. He's like, you do now, but you'll change. And that they do. Yep. Because we're going to hear a lot less about baseball in the coming seasons, for it's, sure. It's probably for the best. I think we got seven seasons worth of baseball in this episode. <laughs> or, I mean, in the show. Yeah. No, no, fuck it. This episode. I'm sick of baseball. <laughs> and you're kind of a baseball guy. Yeah. So that's 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 saying something. Mm-hmm. They mention a lot. Yeah. For sure. Especially for only 13 episodes in. It's probably been mentioned like double that, the amount of episodes. That's how that's how Corey identifies himself right now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I feel like Topanga seems to really take this uh, yeah. talking to very because seriously. She, she's already going through the change. Yeah, she's 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 already learning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, where are we at? Huh? Well, when did you when did you start notice you were going through the change? Going through the change. Explain the change to me. Like you know, eleven year old Steven. Yeah. It's all about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Who's is Sting gonna be Hollywood Hogan? 
Well, hell yeah, he is. It's Starcade '97. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like eleven-year-old Kyle. Wait. Oh my gosh, is my mom gonna find out I didn't eat my sandwich today? <laughs> you know. Good callback. But as you get older, you have other concerns. Like, oh, is um, Tara seeing anybody? Is so and so seeing anybody? Or she's yeah. really cute or seeing yeah. anybody yeah like dating oh okay now i use an old man term i just <laughs> didn't know why you were wondering why you why your girlfriend of future time is seeing anyone while you're that's the only girlfriend i've ever had steven oh right yeah. i forgot yeah <laughs> ever so change is in noticing girls and whatnot yeah which i believe we covered on a previous episode if i recall correctly we did so probably i believe i said fifth grade yeah. and that's probably still the true story okay so fifth grade i don't know how old you are fifth grade um 11 okay so yeah. about uh yeah. Corey's right age, on time. I guess. yeah yeah, yeah. So, i don't i don't i don't remember don't no, no. don't remember okay well i, I think i oh yeah i i use that one line like when I met my current girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, when you like instantly stopped hitting yeah. record. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Uh, so check that episode out. I don't remember which one it was, but oh, just no. listen through all of them and you'll probably yeah. hear I it. I guarantee you they're better than this one. Um, <laughs> what, the reason why I brought this up is because uh, I wanted to see if your parents ever had to talk with you. Did we, did we talk about that? No. Uh, okay. Never had a talking to Never you. had to talk about that. Um, it was promised to me, but we never had the talk. They promised it to you? Yeah, they promised the talk, but the talk never happened. What, when did they promise this, no. and what do they say? You know, like, talking to you about this stuff, I'm learning, like, how neurotic my mother made me. Because, mm-hmm. like, she would make me dread, like, looking at the stupid sandwich every day. <laughs> and then she would, like, make me feel guilty about things, and then... There was this where she was like, sit me down, talk to me. She's like, yeah, you're going to be going through some changes and stuff, and we're, we're going to have this talk about sex one day, honey. What age is this? Uh, like Do you recall? 12, I think. Mm. And, um, like, we, they had just, like, officially divorced, and we moved up to town and stuff. And, and you're still waiting for the talk, and so is your that, girlfriend. That, ta- that talk never <laughs> That talk never happens, like, Ever and I'm just sitting here thinking about it, like when are we gonna have this talk? That is so awkward. Yeah, you always see this in shows and yeah. movies or whatever. Kids getting this talk, and I'm since I didn't, and you're saying you didn't, no. and I don't know anyone that actually, at least that I've talked to, had this talk with anyone. No. Does that actually happen? <laughs> Maybe they quit doing it around '95. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so let me know over at Boar Meets World on Twitter. Did you get a talk about the birds and the bees? Yeah. Is this a real thing? Or just made up stuff for uh, TV? And I wonder actually, like, what does it change? Like, does it do anything? I think it might, uh, would have just weirded me out and made me avoid it. Yeah. Because my mommy told me about it. <laughs> I don't know. It seems strange. It's a little awkward. Yeah. You won't talk about that stuff with your parents. Uh, you're going to, I think you're going to figure it out anyways, obviously. Yeah. Uh, probably sh- needless to say, but you know what I mean? You're, you're hanging around people that are going through the same thing. Yeah. Things are happening. Blah, you're blah, gonna, blah. You're going to hear all about their 
false stories and yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much you'll never believe it dude this past weekend yeah, yeah. i saw a girl she, walk, she, was, she walked by <laughs> and she was hot dude <laughs> but yeah uh wrap up this episode right quick after the little talk eric gave we now see Corey and Sean in the lunch room. Once again, a lot of lunch room in this episode. I, I know. They, I guess they had that set in there like, we got to use the set more. <laughs> Corey's a little more determined than ever to not let anything change him. Yep, and him, he tries to make a pact with Sean. Yeah, not love, not high school. Even he and Sean even go as far as to shake on it. But that was pretty short-lived as a new girl catches Sean's eye. Mm-hmm. And then directions to the principal's office, yeah, and which he's been to thousands of times. He knows where it's at, and he practically drags Corey through the yeah, hallway. By the hand you. and the table. <laughs> Very strong, Sean. Yeah. Ryder strong, or, or, might I say. Or Corey, because he's the one pulling the table. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And then after the credits, we see... I said that weird. Credits. The credits. <laughs> Probably said this entire episode weird. Uh, Minka says... Uh, teaching Corey and Sean French. Mm-hmm. And we boys killing it. Yeah. Smart kid. La Poye or something like that? Isn't that how you say the chicken? I don't know any languages. Oh. Barely English. It's, it's crazy Like when you start looking at different languages and you realize that like all these languages that are outside of English... Mm-hmm. like Are insane? Well... <laughs> No, but they uh, <laughs> they share like some of the same stuff. Which I have beef with English as well. So don't get me wrong. Okay, I thought it was your favorite subject in school. Yeah, but the way that you know we have the same words, but you know different meanings for yeah. s- the just same a, words. And it's just, just American, man. It's crazy. That's why it's great. <laughs> sure. Look, I just got back from D.C. Made me fall in love with America. He's, he's feeling very patriotic it today, is. even though it's, he didn't want to talk about politics earlier. <laughs> no, but but seriously, like, I went up there, and I'm thinking, this is the Northeast. It's like, well, I don't know if that counts as Northeast. Anyways, it's East. People are going to be rude, pushy, noisy. You know, people are really nice up there. Attentive. Friendly. Like, excuse me. Sorry. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Really? Yeah. You actually talk to strangers up there? Yeah. It's crazy. Look, look. Usually I, avoid all contact with people. I know. But up there, it was fine. Like, people were cool. Even even the Mexicans were cool with me. Which people don't get that, because we haven't talked about that. Let me clarify. Yeah, that sounds uh, bad to say. <laughs> but, um, see, I had, I've been called every tan race under the sun. Mm-hmm. And so, if I go into a Mexican restaurant, I always get dirty looks from the staff. Maybe you should tell a little bit about your little percentage of heritage you got in you. Oh, I'm like 125th Native American. So he's a little tan. Yeah. But well, like a lot of tan compared yeah, to me because yeah. I'm like a ghost. But, but it sits like right at the top of the other 75% of whatever I got in me. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess like facial features and stuff makes me look like Cuban or something. Or some kind of ethnicity that isn't Indo-European. Sure. But, um... Like, apparently, according to my family, like, Mexicans hate Cubans. Hmm. Hate them. Because I, I don't know why. Like, it could just be my ignorant-ass family. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, like, I'll go into a Mexican restaurant. I get dirty looks. I get, like, half the portions of other people I see getting food. 
Um, I don't get refills. I get treated like shit. So that didn't happen at D.C., the nation's capital. <laughs> well, thank God for D.C. Yeah. And thank God for this episode, which ends with uh, Minka's teaching Corinchon about French. Uh, it all, Like I said, it all seems pretty squashed at this point because they're yeah, hanging beef, out. And yeah. he, he's, yeah. uh, they're, he's teaching them and whatnot. Uh, Sean, Corey, kind of griping about how confusing the language is. Yeah. Then Eric barges in, and he's like, I got no problem with the French. I especially like the way they kiss. And they're like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah. The tongue is not silent. And they're like, ew. <laughs> and it's over. Yeah. What did you learn this week? What did I learn this week? Oh, fuck. I even wrote this down. As in, I wrote the word lesson down. Like, what's oh, the lesson? Oh, yeah. And. See, you're so proper. Like, what is the lesson this week? And I'm like, what'd you learn this week, Steven? Huh? <laughs> you learn anything good? Uh, I can't. Well, I mean, I guess the lesson is about maybe peer pressure and stuff. That's true. That, I, I, I don't know. Some of these episodes were are kind of hard to you, pick um, up on a particular yeah, lesson. That's a good spot. I missed that. Were you ever peer pressured into anything? Oh, <sighs> I could see you egging it on and being the pressure person <laughs> more than yeah. I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> like do it, pussy. I don't think I was peer pressured. Nah. Maybe I just saw something and was like, yeah, I'll try it. Yeah. You know. I don't think I ever got really peer pressured for anything. Like I tried to join in, they're like, no. <laughs> like, please, guys, can so, I try it too? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, pressure me. They're like, fuck off, nerd. I'm your peer. <laughs> but no, there was never any like. Hey, dude, you got to try this. Like, do it. Seriously. Come on, do it. I mean, maybe now, but I think it's more in a joking manner of like, you know, because I recently had that experience where I got a little too tipsy and puked my guts out. And then every weekend that I've seen my friends since, they're like, dude, come on, drink a little bit. And I'm like, I'm taking a break. <laughs> they, they like drunk you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, no, I don't think you like hearing me violently vomit in your bathroom all morning. So, yeah. But no, no no peer pressure. Unfortunately, you know. I would have I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. Makes makes me think people care. Yeah, like they want you to be involved. <laughs> See, that's what you guys are missing out. Peer pressure is cool. Yeah. Monster movies. You got any favorite monster movies? They they talk a lot about monster movies this favorite, episode. So that's a note I had. Favorite monster movies. The thing. Okay. My sure. favorite my favorite horror movie. Your favorite horror movie? Mm-hmm. Say I was going to like slash horror movie, but they were very particular about monster movies. So. Well, I mean, we could go with um, Pacific Rim. Okay. Yeah. So kind well, of a monster movie. Sure. I, also, I also really liked the Godzilla remake. Hmm. So. I didn't. I know you didn't. Well, I didn't catch a lot of it. I fell asleep. <laughs> well, well I, I was thinking about it today, and like your whole thing was that like, and with a lot of people, they said it was too slow. There wasn't enough Godzilla in it, like, fighting. Mm-hmm. And I started looking at it. I was like, you know, this movie, he's kind of like Hulk Hogan. And the show's over at this point. If you guys want to turn it off, we're just going to bullshit for the next three minutes. Where are we at on time? 47. Oh, we're fine. Yeah. Um, but um, I was watching it, and I was like, dude, Godzilla's like Hulk Hogan. Like, he doesn't, he barely wrestles any to the buildup. It's nothing but buildup. Mm-hmm. And then you get your main event. 
because he's so limited, he can't do much, then boom, come back, leg drop, which is the atomic blast, mm-hmm. and it goes over. I feel like you're saying that in a negative, even though you enjoyed it. Yeah, well, it... As, as uh, when it comes to well, Hulk Hogan, at least. Well, I'm not saying it's negative. I'm saying it's what worth the... He's the biggest wrestler of all time, and that was because they were so awesome with him building anticipation. And that's all he had to... That's all he needed to do. Yeah, that's all he needed to do. But it's like... He didn't have to kill himself like these kids do today. Yeah. Like, can you imagine 30 minutes of Godzilla doing swanton dives and... <laughs> Suicide dives. And oh, man. I, w- I would be chanting, this is awesome in the fucking yeah. theater. This is wrestling. <laughs> but no, that's that's going to go down a wormhole that's going to last way too long if I start yeah. bitching about wrestling. Uh, monster movies for me, I would definitely agree with the thing for sure. Um, I mean, I've never really been into the Godzillas or anything yeah. like that. Uh, but I would watch Godzilla Goes to College. I'm going to say that. I, we covered the bad lunch thing. I had written uh, VHS just because, uh, obviously, during this era, while they were talking about movies, it was a VHS era. Yep, they were hot. Which I was a, I was a big VHS guy. Were you a VHS guy? Yeah. Did you have a particular tape that you watched a lot? Um, I think I'm just asking that to get my shit in. But Well, what was yours? Go ahead. I'll I watched the fuck out of Happy Gilmore. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I watched that tape so many times it stopped working. The first um the first DVDs I ever bought was a two for one pack of Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Hmm. I watched I think I, I think I bought that too. Yeah. I watched the shit out of those two. Like so good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Um the first like movie I remember watching repeatedly was Loaded Weapon One and a Half. Which was a spoof on Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Okay. I remember, like, I couldn't get it to work, but then I fixed the tape, and then I got it to work, and I felt so proud of myself, and I was like, this movie's awesome. Um, Did you have any other things you needed to cover? No, I've got my shit in. I'm good. All right. Uh, So, I mean, we've never really done this before, but I'm just going to ask you, what do you think about the episode in general? You don't seem to remember it very well, so I don't know if you liked it. it. Well, they're kind of retreading ground, you know? Mm, How do you mean? Like, going through changes and stuff. Because mm-hmm. Alan's touched on it with Corey before. Sure. It's been touched on. We're running that stuff. It's time to get to new material. For the change to actually happen, perhaps. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it had a few lines that I really enjoy, like the trash bit, the uh, the thing Alan said to Corey about <laughs> a dying... Uh, Feeney saying, what do I owe you for killing Corey... Which like I, I don't think I don't think we fly now, but overall not awesome. But it was a a decent episode of Boy Meets World. I call it a filler episode. Yeah, not my favorite, but there's no. some there's some there's some good in there a little bit. Um, did you come up with a lesson other than peer pressure? I mean changes, I guess, of course, no. too. But uh, just basing it off this episode, I might have trouble with my short term memory. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a few questions, but I'm just going to do one for this episode, and then we'll do some more for the next episode. All right. What's the question? We got a question from our friends over at a podcast about something, and you can check them out on Twitter at APA something. And they ask, and I'm going to let you cover this question. They say, is the intro song from season one 
the best intro song in the history of television. You're going to let me handle that? Yeah. Because I feel like they're asking for a particular reason. Because they are listeners of the show. Wow. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> because we have kind of buried the uh, the intro song quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's good. Yeah, you're kind of getting on the list with Cherry Bon Bon. There, so <laughs> that question. Just saying. Might want to oh, come it. on. They put us over. They said we were oozing personality. Yeah. So thank you. And they did invite us on their show. So check them out and get subscribed. And you'll hear our wonderful voices over there down the road. Yeah. Look forward to working with you guys. Um, so, yeah, that's our episode this week. Thanks for listening. Um, anything you want to say before I do all the fucking links and whatnot? If you're not bored enough watching this show, you need to get yourself a can of drink. It's a purple drink that is made with rosemary, melatonin. You actually have this pulled up? No, I was going off the seat of my pants here. <laughs> well, you must be just reading the can. Yeah, I'm reading the can because I can't get enough of this stuff. Yeah. Okay? Let me tell you all about it. It's a grape-flavored soft drink sold in the United States and Canada. Shit, I'm on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> it's in the, this is in the advertising thing. But three active ingredients, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Melatonin, rosehip, and last but certainly not least, valerian root. Yeah. A non-energy drink for when you really want to be mellow and get into the bore zone. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I have trouble sleeping. And I knock, knock down a can of this stuff. I'm out like a light, and I love it. So thanks, drink. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to hear some more of our thoughts, we're over on Twitter, at Boar Meets World. I'm still trying to get Kyle on Twitter. I made one for him. I'm going to give him the information. Okay. Uh, hold and he, up. And he's going to pop on there. I don't think we can actually use these people what? as a thing, drink. What? Because some of this stuff is crazy that I'm reading right now. What do you mean crazy? Um, induced drowsiness and sedation can be dangerous when combined with alcohol and antidepressants. Well, why would you mix any of these things? I, I don't know. I, I would have done it if I was on alcohol or antidepressants. I mean, Not I'm even sure the it. effects aren't that bad. It's um, just going to make you more yeah. tired, I think. There's uh, enough melatonin in drink to induce sleepiness. This could occur quickly because it dissolved. Well, no shit. That's why you're drinking it. See you guys next week. I didn't get our links in. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Are we still on? We're still on. Okay. Uh, yeah, at Boar Meets World on Twitter. I'm just... Oh, holy uh, shit. This caused liver damage, too. I'm going to make Kyle get on Twitter. Uh, of course, you're... I'll tell you what. We get... Um, how many followers do we get on Twitter? We have over 1,000 at this point. Oh, shit. I was going to say, if we get 1,000 followers, <laughs> I'll get on Twitter. We have like 1,008 or 1,009 as I'll of you, this I'll, morning. I'll tell you what. We yeah. get 3,000 followers? Yeah. I will tweet every one of you. <laughs> A personal tweet. All right. So, guys, retweet. Get us some followers. I need Kyle on the social medias. Of course, we're on the iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You can even check us out on Deezer. And if you just want to stream on the website, it's boremeetsworld.pinecast.co. That is C-O. And thanks. Leave a review. Some stars. Whatever you feel we deserve. Maybe it's a one, according to Terry Bun Bun. You know, you mentioned him way more than I have. Maybe it's a five, 
based on every other person that left a, a review. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's whatever you want to do. Yeah. And Be your own person. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye.